Welcome, Donna. Looking forward to this presentation today. Hi, Sean. I'm so happy to be here. So what, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, I'm a, a life and soul transition coach. I uh, help people to find transformative ways to make pivots in their life to get through any transition or challenge they're in. Um, some of my tools that I use and who I am is I'm a psychic medium, a, a Reiki master, an aura and chakra intuitive. And um, I always say I have a PhD in the University of Life because I, I learned to accept it and move through it all the hard way. <laughs> it brought me to my truth, to my knees and back up to create space and hold space for some beautiful women and a few brave men to do the same for themselves. That's wonderful. So what are you going to talk to us about today? Well, you know, I woke up this morning feeling really inspired. And um, when I got went to my angels and I asked them what it was I most needed to connect with and talk about, um, the word that kept coming back was inspiration, that in this time of challenge and COVID and social distancing, we are losing that connection and some of the ability to choose how to be inspired in our lives, to be in spirit, to inspire, and to create inspiration for ourselves and others. So I'm going to give you seven simple pivots for creating inspiration and being inspiring in your life, if, if that's okay. That sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to hearing about these. Okay, well, shall I just jump right in? Jump on in. First of all, I would like us all to connect with the tone of OM. So just breathe in. And just breathe in deeply. Breathe in the sound. Breathe in the air around you. Breathe in the peace and the inspiration that I hope that these simple messages bring to you. Stay aligned and grounded with what shows up as truth for you. And whatever shows up, lean into it, live into it, and be prepared to take some leaps. So what's the number one thing that I would advise you to do to pivot and, and keep going in these COVID times? And that's the first one is keep, keep your life simple. And that's easier said than done. Simple has a lot of meanings. Keeping life simple means having faith that your spiritual connection flourishes in your life and you need to dedicate your life to joy and love and peace. And your daily activities are overwhelming sometimes, but you don't have to make these things the primary messages or the priority in your life. If you're disregarding the value of your life, then you're not keeping it simple enough. Simplify the way you speak, simplify the way you connect, simplify the way you live. Declutter your mind, your heart, and your space. That's number one. The second thing is act on inspiration. Regardless of how absurd your inner callings might seem, they're yours, they're authentically yours. They don't belong to anybody else. They don't have to make sense to anyone else, they don't even sometimes have to make sense to you. You just have to trust them. Trust your heart. Trust that you have that inner knowing. 
the willingness to listen and to act upon your inspiration, independent of the opinions of others or your own ego getting in the way, is imperative to create inspiration and peace in your life. The third and, and the most important thing is speak your truth. Your truth not somebody else's, not the neighbors, not your dad's, not your mom's, not your husband's, not your kids, not your boss. You are the leader of your life. It's your choice, how you think and how you speak. Before you speak, consult your inner truth barometer, that heart, touch your heart. Resist the temptation to tell people only what they want to hear. People really do respect those who are willing to speak their truth even more in these times that are so discombobulating and disconcerting. And even more when you live from the truth that you speak. So whatever your truth is, speak it with discernment, live it, and be passionate about it. Live your truth. The fourth one is, once you're, you know, keeping it simple, you're acting on your inspiration and you're speaking your truth. Acknowledge what's important to you. You know, deep within you, there's that part, that soul, that, that longing that is always in alignment with spirit. Therefore, anything that's not spirit, such as fear, illness, worry, shame, blame, guilt, the whole victimhood trip, and anger. Anger's a biggie. It isn't worthy of your attention. It is not who you are, and it's not who you are meant to be, and it's not where you are to act from. Anger, blame, shame, guilt, fear, that is all ego-based. You can make a different, a better, and a higher choice. Choose calm. Choose connection, choose cooperation, choose consideration. Act with generosity first for yourself and then with others. Number five is exercise your free will. You know, there, there's a, a choice that we all get to make every day in every way of how we're going to show up, step out, speak up, be in alignment with our purpose, our plan, our passions, and, and our free will. And it's what we create from that alignment that is going to give us the strength and the guts and the determination to soldier through, walk through, dance through everything that's in front of us and around us right now. And it begins with us. It begins in your heart with you talking to you. So keep it simple. Wake up. Align with your purpose. Live your truth. Acknowledge your spirit. And make choices that exercise your free will. Oh, think about how you think. Think thoughts that are in spirit, that are inspirational, that inspire you to get out of bed and give it another go that inspire the people around you to join hands and walk along with you. We have never been in our lifetime in a time that is more challenging, that is more disconcerting, that is more uninspiring 
that is more fear-mongering. And it's, it's a critical that we cooperate with ourselves, with each other, with, this, with our government, with the, the universe. We cooperate to create a space that helps us to eliminate the fear and the confusion and the consternation that is all around us. So don't assume that just because God is all-knowing and every problem is going to be handled by spirit or creator, you're a piece of God Gotti. You have free will. You have choice. You have discernment. And you can choose to be discerning, thoughtful, cooperative, in love, and, and in peace with each other and the universe. So consciousness and connection are choice, and you have free will. And there's a lot of talk going on about free will and expansion this and contraction that and conspiracy this and conspiracy that. You get to choose. It's your choice. Show up. And sometimes it's necessary to shut up. If you're blathering on about something that you haven't educated yourself about or you don't know 100% to be true for you in every way, then don't put it out there. Educate yourself. Educate your family. And do what's right for you. It's your choice. But don't force or expect or harangue anybody that doesn't agree with you because they have free will too. We need to cooperate to create calm and peace. We need to cooperate to create health and welfare and abundance. And it's a choice. We all have it. Nobody can take it away from us. And there's no robot implanted in my head that says I cannot make choice for myself. So choose from your heart. Get out of your ego. Get into your heart. Align with what serves you. And what I'm finding right now is working the best for me is choosing to associate with inspiring people like you, Shauna, like Elizabeth Beads, like Lauren Hazel, like oh, so many. I can, I can name hundreds, hundreds of people that have come into my life synchronistically as an act of God within the last two years to help me to choose to align and live more in my purpose, to make choices, to speak about what inspires, what lifts me up, what challenges me, what takes me down. I, I struggle daily, as you know, and experienced earlier on, Shauna, with, with technology. I struggle with, with getting live and doing this and looking into the eye of this computer and, and talking to you. It's a, it's a real challenge for me. But I'm choosing to show up because it's time. It is time for us to choose to be inspiring, for us to choose to get out of our way, for us to choose to hold hands and to join hearts, to create cooperation, calm, peace, joy, abundance for everyone. There's no reason why anybody on this planet should not be eating 
There's no reason why anyone on this planet should not have clean water. There's no reason on this planet for anyone to have to die because they don't or can't afford medicine. This is our world. We are humanity. It is a choice to inspire and uplift and serve. It's a choice to share, cooperate, and be a human being rather than a human doing. We've been doing and doing and doing and doing. And what have we ended up with? Exactly what we've got. We created this. We created the environment for this by virtue of our choices, our spiritual alignment, the way we are living or not living with the universal laws that govern all of the universe, not just us egocentrics here on planet Earth. We came here to this planet to be heroes, each and every one of us, first in our own life and then for everyone else around it. By virtue of the fact that we're here, from the other side, we're considered to be heroes because the university of life on planet Earth is the most difficult, the hardest, the most challenging school that there is in the universe. By virtue of the fact that you showed up, you're wearing a cape. You're already Superman and Superwoman. So get with the plan. Get with the program. Get with your heart. It's easy. You just have to look in and listen. Keep it simple. Don't be stupid about it. It's a choice. And it's yours. That's it. Seven simple ways to get in alignment. That's awesome. Now, Donna, I've read so many reviews about people that just rave about the impact you have on their lives and how you've changed their, the course, the path they were on. And it just fills me up hearing all those things. I'm not surprised knowing you and just seeing you in person or online or in written word or on social media. You are just a ball of love that you emanate all over this world. Do you have a, a, one or two stories you'd like to share about um, certain clients that you've helped that have been particularly impactful to not only them, but to yourself that uh, changed and uplifted you to be even more of a, an amazing eminence healer that you are? Oh gosh, there have been so many amazing people in my life. And right now I just seem to be blessed on so many levels. Um, balance well-being has been an incredible connection. There's a vortex in, in this South Okanagan from, from, you know, Kamloops to Chilliwack to the border back up and over to Nelson and down it there, there's actually an energy vortex here. Um, there's been a, a meridian shift in alignment that has happened that has ended up with there being a concentration of uh, men and women of um, high capacity to emanate and resonate energy that draws to and amplifies the energies of others who are also waking up and coming into attunement with um, what I call the 12th dimension. Uh, there's, it has a lot of names, but we are at a time in humanity 
right now, this year, in this moment, and most particularly over the past three months and the next three months where we are aligning with a higher level of God, source, creator, whatever you want to call it, whatever religion, doctrine, culture you're in, it doesn't matter. This energy is coming in. It's coming in fast. It's coming in hard. And it's meant to knock us down or take us up. It's, it's a choice. And the take us up means to stand up, to stand in our values, to believe in ourselves, to believe in humanity, to know that we can up our game, go to the next level. We can pivot from chaos into calm and coherence. And people like yourself, like Elizabeth Beads, like Tom Kernigan, like um, Stephen Chambers, like Stephanie Banks, Benita K. Summer, there's so many. Um, listen to the beautiful women you had on the panel last night. Listen to the teachers that are in your community. Everywhere you turn, next door to you, across the street, in the grocery store, there are healers, their neighbors, their friends. The light workers are coming out. But you know what? I call myself a light worker, but I'm not unique. Every single one of us has that light. And every single one of us has been, is being, is being compelled to figure out what their truth is, stand in it, and work from it in a manner that is in alignment with these new energies. And if we don't do that, the off end game of not choosing to do that is to bring more chaos, more combativeness, the energy of war, not peace, the energy of containment, not compassion and cooperation. This isn't a time for containment. Yes, there is a time right now where we need to be contained with how we meet each other and how we show up physically to keep people in health and safety. And that's a choice. It's an important choice. And we all need to be cognizant of it because there are people amongst us that don't have choice. They have health conditions that will not be good if they're exposed to this disease. We have to be mindful as our schools are opening up to remind our children to be safe and to be clear and clean about the measures that they have to take. We have to remind ourselves also to not be in fear, to not turn away from our neighbor to show up and offer whatever compassion, whatever care, whatever generosity. Um, you know, check, check in on the elderly people in your neighborhood. Do they need anything? Do, are they getting to the grocery store? Do they have the necessities? Are they afraid to go out? Are they lacking compassion or companionship? Phone a friend. Check in with the people that you know, the people that you love, and the people that you don't know that you might need to know and love. This is a time for compassion, love, generosity, and stepping outside your comfort zone to create this type of community where we can share and, and up-level our game, share everything that we each have, because we each have gifts. 
Shauna, one of your, your great gifts is you're a connector. You manifest connection for people from diverse walks of lives and occupations. And the highest level of, of gift is, is to be able to connect the dots, to connect the people, to connect the disciplines. That's why you're so inspiring to me. You're giving me a platform and Benita a platform and Judy a platform and Dale a platform and Elizabeth a platform to, to all show what we can do and how we can help to cooperate and heal each other, ourselves, the planet. It starts with doing it first for ourselves, then doing it for our family, our friends and our neighbors, and then taking it out into the greater world. Some of us do it as an occupation by virtue of being physiotherapists or doctors or nurses or light workers of many, many disciplines, whether it's Reiki or cranial sacral therapy or reflexology or any type of light work. It's necessary. And I honor, 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 and am blessed to have been put in a place where I can meet so many people and and as i help and do my work they help and grow me and as they help and grow me i help and grow more and that's the infinite circle of unity that circle of compassion and cooperation that we were born to create on every level of our being no matter what we're doing who we are where we are i met a guy called the passionate plumber and I thought, wow. And the first thing I said to him, what are you passionate about? He said, plumbing. That's keeping it simple and living in your truth, right? And when he fixed my dishwasher, he made me the happiest woman in the world that day. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be all airy-fairy and all over the place. And you don't have to be a Reiki master or a certified healer. You have to be the person walking in your truth living from your passion, doing what makes you happy and makes your world go round. Whatever that is, you were born to do and show up and be that fixer healer for something in somebody's life. We're all a healer in every way. We just need to acknowledge it and choose it and then be inspired to do more of it. And that means aligning yourself with, with people that inspire you and situations and combinations that inspire you. You know, the next time you want to turn on the TV and watch a shoot them up, knock them down, blow them apart movie, think, hmm, I wonder what's on Gaia. How could I be inspired? How could I be in service? How could I step up my game so that I feel better and I can help other people feel better? Every once in a while, we need just some what I call dumbass diversions. And, and that's okay. That's escapism. And we need, to, we need to do it from time to time. But be mindful. Be mindful of how much of it you are doing. If you're sitting on the couch binging Netflix and watching Murder and Mayhem for six hours in a row and playing knock em out video games that are destined and built on killing and destroying, what do you think is happening to your energy field? I can tell you, you are dumbing it down. And when you're dumbing it down, you're dumbing you down. So a little bit of it, a little bit of escapism, that, that's great. We all need it, whatever it is. You know, I escaped last night with two ounces of peanut butter chocolate fudge ice cream. 
which is my guilty secret. And not only that, it was haagen So, yeah. I love haagen That's my favorite. <laughs> was it the best, healthiest food choice for me? No, it was not. Did it serve and simplify my life and make me feel very happy? Yes, it did. And I'm good with that. And I was good with only two ounces instead of four ounces. <laughs> so there's the choice. We have a choice. Whatever the choice you're making, make it the best you can. And once you've taken that leap and you know you're going to live with it, then don't beat yourself up. Live with it. I love that. The, I love that. The passionate plumber. <laughs> that, will stick, that will stick with me for a long time. And what are you passionate about? Plumbing. I love it. That is so good. Yeah. <laughs> good for so, him to, to, to see that in himself. Yeah. If you, if you have a, an alignment with a certain type of, of living, some of us were born to be chefs and cook inspiring meals. And some of us were born to be tinkers and fix the broken things that other people depend on and love. And some of us were born to be painters and inspire with our art. Some of us were born to be communicators and, and bring other people together in forums to communicate. Some of us are meant to be healers, hands-on, in, in many different disciplines to, to help physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually heal our bodies, minds, souls, and spirits. So whatever it is that's juicy, you know, I, I, I wish everybody was like an orange, just that beautiful circle of life that's lush and full and tasty and juicy and that, the, that you lived from that, that orangeness, that juiciness from your sacral chakra, but connected to your heart, connected to your soul. And then using your ego map, your mind map to make discerning choices. I mean, your heart is the place where you make your choice. Then you send it to the mind map you know, your computer is just a, your, your computer is your brain, it's your ego, and you have a bigger brain in your heart. You must make your choices from your heart, then send it to Google Maps up here as to how to get from A to B. This is a place to draw the steps from, not to make the choices from. Analyze the steps, but choose from your heart. Your heart can't lie to you. Your, your brain will do that all the time because it just wants to keep you safe. And in these times when there's so much confusion and so much incoherence and so much chaos all around us, you have to lean into that calm principle and you have to choose to not be in judgment of yourself, the situation, the person, the place that might be causing consternation, but you're still making a judgment about it. If you're making a judgment about any person, place or thing, you are not in calm. You are not in coherence and your energy is not functioning at its optimum level. See a situation, analyze the situation, and make a heartfelt choice about it without judgment. Because whatever the situation is, it's showing up to show you where you are, who you are, and what you are, where you are. And then at that point, you make a soulful solution-based choice of how to go forward in this moment. If you stay in chaos and judgment and incoherence, you're gonna cycle into shame, blame, guilt, or fear. If you operate from a place of calm and coherence, 
You're going to be operating from your heart. You're going to be making heart-based choices. You're going to be finding value in the situation. Good, bad, or indifferent, whatever's shown up has value. It's a teaching moment. It's there to realign you, to help you to remember who you are and what you're here to do in that moment, in that situation. So, you know, there, there's a recipe for choice. And, you know, when you, people that work with me, it's, I, I teach them the calm principle, how, how to define the recipe to make a choice, what choice entails, how to live and operate from a calm, coherent center. That's the whole part of the calm principle I teach. And there's an internal intelligence and an external intelligence that is connected in the field of infinite unity that we can all access because we're all a part of it. And that part of us that is that is infinite. It never dies. It never goes away. It always is. It's continuous forever and ever. Amen. It always has been and it always will be. So it's wise. It's wisdom-based from the universe, from universal energies, from source, God, creator, whatever you want to call it. You have it because you are it. You can't be anything else unless you choose it. And that is the real gift that we as humans and humanity have is being heart-centered with every choice that we make. And you'll know it because if you make a choice that isn't heart-centered, I guarantee you it's going to kick you in the butt one way or another. It's going to come back to haunt you. People ask me a lot about heaven and hell because of my near-death experiences. I've died three, four times, come back to talk about it. And one of the things that I know beyond all shadow of a doubt is that on the other side, there's no, there's no judgment. There's only love. There is no hell. Hell is what we create here on earth and within the confines of humanity by virtue of the choices we make that disempower ourselves or others to be less than we truly are. And that's the lesson. And sometimes we call that evil. Sometimes we call that containment. Sometimes we call that corruption. We call it a lot of things. We have a lot of labels and names. But what it is, is the duality of truth. We all have a choice about what is our truth, who our leaders are, how we empower or disempower ourselves, each other, our governments, our countries. And the buck really stops with us, each and every one of us. So whatever it is you have to make a choice about in your life, whatever person you're choosing to empower or disempower in your life. It's a choice. Who you align with, who you cooperate with, how you work, where you work, why you work, how you live, where you live, when you live, how you speak, what you speak, where you speak, why you speak. It's a choice. So choose wisely, choose with discernment. And before you open your mouth, think twice about it. Know, know what is your truth, 
And if it's not your truth and you don't personally know it, you don't personally understand it, you haven't educated yourself about it, then get yourself educated so that you can make that choice from your knowing. It doesn't matter what I tell you. It doesn't matter what Shauna tells you. It doesn't matter what your mom or your dad or the Bible or anything else tells you. It matters that it resonates as truth for you, that you feel it in every fiber of your being, and you're prepared to, to act from that place, whatever comes, good, bad, or indifferent. So when you stand in your truth, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And that truth will bring to you more of what it is you need to grow into the best, most positive human being and infinite soul that you can be. And that's it in a nutshell. That's awesome. So this pandemic eventually will pass. Yes. Nobody knows when <laughs> or how it's all going to transpire. But at the end of this um, earth lesson that we're being given right now, mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you envision us to operate or what, what would be your wish for all of us to, to be when we get past this? It's not my wish. It's, it's a knowing. We are going to transcend this. It's going to take a lot of time. There's going to be many steps, many. Oh. Think, of, think of the universe as a giant wheel. And we are one of the spokes in the wheel. And at the hub of the wheel is, is creator, source, God, he, she, whatever you want to call that, that hub, that center. And these spokes go out into many dimensions and the universal web is the the rim of the wheel that encompasses all that is within that our spoke the earth spoke is to raise the vibration of the planet and all of that that is energy on the planet, which includes the earth itself, the animals, the birds, the bees, and we humans. And to do it in a manner that encompasses health, health on every level, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And to do it in a manner that holds the earth as our sacred vessels, the vessel that, that allows us to live on it and the animals that are on it. I'm sure everybody has noticed that as there have been less people, less traffic, less noise, less everything, the climate actually during these times of COVID, the, the earth has actually had a chance to catch its breath for the first time in centuries and take a, uh, a step back in a breath because the world kind of slowed down. Everybody has slowed down and everybody has been forced by virtue of COVID to realign and reassign a lot of areas of their life and to get kind of more clear and present with their families, to get more clear and present with their inner dialogue, to become aware of the power of choice. And with that choice, we 
are choosing sometimes to disconnect. And that is allowing us to reconnect on a higher level of awareness. And in that space of new awareness is the opportunity for us to look at the way the models of our society that we have put in place are no longer working and no longer valid for us as individuals and as society. And it's a pivotable, a pivot, a pivotable time. Can't get my mouth around that one. A pivot time for creating balance. And it's our choices to what balance looks like. For me, balance looks like truth from all levels of governance, regardless of politics. For me, balance looks like health, finding ways to empower health for every single solid person on this planet, not just the privileged few. I'm, I'm not a communist, or I'm, I, I'm not a socialist. I'm, I'm really not, I'm apolitical. I'm apolitical and I'm planetary, which means if there's any person on this planet that is suffering, if I'm not part of the solution, I'm part of the problem. If there are children that are not eating, not being fed, don't have medicine, don't have clothing, if there are people that don't have a roof over their head, if I'm not a part of the solution, I'm a part of the problem. If my neighbors are dying because I'm not doing what I need to do at, at this time to keep people safe, then if I'm not part of the solution, I'm part of the problem. If I don't communicate my truth and how I feel about this, then I'm not part of the solution. I'm part of the problem. So it behooves us now, as governments are coming up to elections, powerful governments, we have the US presidential elections coming up. We have our provincial elections coming up. We have very, very likely in the near future, federal election coming up. I would like each and every one of us to sit down and listen to the government's throne speech today at some time after it's broadcast and listen with your heart and ask yourself what it means to you. You're a citizen of this country. These people in power, whatever political party they are making choices about our health, our welfare, the homes we live in and the spaces we occupy that are going to affect our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grandchildren. And the way the world is now, every single country is going back into lockdown because we are coming into second and third wave. And I'm telling you, there is the second wave is going to be much bigger than the first was. And there's a third wave coming after that. And if we don't line, align ourselves with truth and health and healing, compassion, caring, and complete the circle of eliminating the chaos that we have brought into our lives, it's going to last a long time. So the sooner we align, the sooner we connect with infinite energy, 
the sooner we empower ourselves to heal and to help heal others, whatever that looks like, wherever you find it, what it is for you that resonates with you, the sooner we're going to create a world that's safer, in more cooperation, in more peace, with more joy, more health, and more abundance for all. And that's my mission and my passion. And to do that, it's teaching and giving people simple tools to be able to discern for themselves what's right for them so that they can be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. And that's just kind of where I'm at and what is my passion for teaching right now. I love it. I love it. I love your foresight. And, and uh, it's, help, it's helpful to think about what it looks like at the end too. Because I know a lot of people are struggling with, I don't like the uncertainty. I'm very much a, a planned person. Uh, it's driving people crazy. I don't know how to plan for my business, like uh, especially restaurants and places that have been really impacted. It's like, how much do I need to order? Like how many people are going to show up? Sometimes we're busy. Sometimes it's just such a shake for so many people. It's really um, disheartening. So it's nice to have kind of a, like a long range what is it going to look like so we can stay on task and be productive and not give up and just say, I'm tired of this and just fall back into old behaviors now, which like you said, could be hurting people. So, you know, uh, there's, there's a, I just looked up on my wall. I just looked up on my wall as you were saying that, cause I just felt my heart contract and yeah, there is so much uncertainty right now. There's so much um, lack of knowledge. But at the same time, we have never been more connected than we are now. We have never had the ability on the planet to connect like we are with this talk right now. And the plaque on my wall that I'm looking at right now says, destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. Destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. You might not be the one that wins the $18 million or the $20 million or the lotto or, or gets a windfall of any kind. You may be the one, like 99.9% .9 of ourselves that just get up and put one foot in front of the other every day. But you can choose where you're putting that foot and how you're putting that foot every day. You nourish, you nourish your soul by choosing, by choice. So, you know, the, the restaurants, an example is that now we're phoning in and ordering and, and, and having people pick it up or picking up takeout. Really support your local businesses. Look at the people in your neighborhood that have businesses that, that cannot be open. Uh, the biggest part of my business before this COVID thing was, and in the last two years, everything has been winding down. The big shows have been winding down. Um, that was almost like a precursor to COVID coming. There's been contractions, contractions, contractions happening over the past five years, the world has been contracting and contracting and contracting and contracting until we got to this COVID moment. And now it's about change, but the change is about cooperation. It's about community. It's about covering your bases, which means 
support the people in your neighborhood, support your local businesses, call them, ask them if they have delivery, ask them if you can have pickup, wear a mask, you know, be, be, be cooperative in how you communicate and how you collect and act collectively with each other. But in doing so, know that if you support one person in your community, that person probably supports three people and those three people support three others. And you have this boomerang, infinite circle of, of management, of containment, of cooperation, whereby we consolidate at the same time that we expand. And with every contraction, there has got to be expansion. It's a law of physics. It's a universal law. What contracts also expands. So while we're feeling contraction, we know, we trust that expansion is coming. So what do we do in the contraction and between contraction and expansion in that space where we feel like we're in no man's land, where we're nowhere? We get clear and present with what's here now. This is what is. This is what's happening now. Lean into now. Deal with what's now, today, right here on your plate. Don't worry about tomorrow. Throw the planners away. I know that sounds like sacrilege. Have a vision. Have a long-range plan of where you want to be when expansion starts. And be taking one step every day. But the step is today. It's now. If you are not now here with your feet on the ground, then you're nowhere. If you're out there living in tomorrow, forever and ever, not worrying and fearing and, and feeling bad about what might happen, then you're not doing anything here now. And keep it simple. You might not be able to climb the whole mountain, but you can walk across the road. You might not be able to swim the whole river, but you can put your feet on the bank and dabble your toes in it. So what one thing, what one small step can you take for yourself, for your family, for a neighbor, for a fellow business owner? Who can you connect with? How can you be of service? So the biggest, the biggest thing here is this isn't about you. This whole big COVID thing, well, it feels very personal. It's not about you. It's about the planet. It's about saving the planet. And the only way we can do that is if each person takes one little step, one step every day to make it one bit better for everyone else. So what's your step? What's the step before midnight tonight that you're going to choose to do to make something better today? You're going to phone a friend, go to your little local corner store instead of superstore. We have a little a little store down the street. We moved just 10 blocks away from where we lived before. 
And when we lived on Galt Avenue, we had the ReStore across from us, and we supported that, and we felt wonderful about it. And we also had Savon Foods and Superstore and Winners and <clears throat> all the big box stores. Here comes, here comes Spirit in. We're, we're right close to us. So it was really easy to shop and to kind of not be cognizant of, of all of the wonderful small businesses that there are here in Penticton. The best thing that ever happened to me living in Penticton was COVID because it forced me to look at what's right around me, what's right in my community, not just running off to Vancouver or running off to Kelowna or, yeah, you know, Kelowna is the big city for Penticton, right? And so what do you do when you go to Kelowna? Well, you go to Costco, you go to the spaghetti factory, you go to all those place, things that you don't have here in Penticton. But I'll tell you, I have found out that Penticton is the most wonderful. I've lived here two years, but it wasn't until COVID that I found out what was right in my backyard. And I have met the most amazing people, the most amazing business owners, all small business owners, all struggling to keep their doors open, all fighting to find their way through this, but all keeping a sense of community, a sense of awareness, I haven't met any one of them that was dumbing things down or saying, oh, poor me. They're working hard to survive, just like the people in Kelowna, just like the people in Vancouver. It doesn't matter the size of your city or your town or whether you live out in the country all by yourself. This is about connecting and cooperating and making good choices. This is about inspiring and uplifting rather than demeaning and defame me. This is about love and peace and joy. And most of all, it's about health. How do we create a healthy planet, a healthy society, a healthy environment for the next generations to grow up? It's big. It's bigger than any world war we've ever had. It's bigger than any small thought we ever had. It's bigger than any grand vision we ever had. And it's demanding that we step up to the plate and create a higher vision for the whole community. The community we live in, the community of our country, the community of our province, the community of our world. It's bigger than us but it starts with the one small step out your back door. So for me, now instead of waiting till Frank comes home at the end of the day, I walk down to East Link Grocery with my mask on and I sanitize at the door and I buy all of my bread and a lot of my produce at this little grocery store because that door is open from 7 a.m. to 11 and it's allowing people that don't have access to the big stores to just walk to it. And I found through that, I have met so many amazing people just walking to the grocery store, seven blocks away that's a tiny little grocery store, but it's a deli, it's got everything in it. And I've met people of every nationality, of every faith, of all kinds of different backgrounds, I've met policemen stopping to get a sandwich on the way to work. I've met TELUS linemen 
picking up lunch. I've met women uh, rushing to get to work and stopping to pick up an orange or an apple on the way. I've met everybody goes for the cinnamon buns because they're the best in British Columbia, I think. <laughs> and it, it's become this little hub of community, the corner store. And I haven't felt that kind of experience since I was a young girl. Really, really connected to my neighborhood, really knowing the people that live in my neighborhood. We live in a world where we just drive by. We don't walk and greet our neighbors. So here in a time of COVID, when we can't communicate the way we normally would, I'm connecting eye to eye with and heart to heart with people that I never even would have met if this hadn't happened. So. I love that. That's fantastic. So Donna, how can people work with you? What options do they have? Oh, well, I'm really exciting, exciting to share with you that I'm creating a new vision for what I'm doing and I'm rebranding my business. My company is Soulful Solutions, but I'm rebranding my website um, and some of my programs under a new site called DonnaFairhurst.com. So that will be the new website, www.DonnaFairhurst.com. And Soulful Solutions, the site you're familiar with, will still be in operation and they'll be coordinating with each other. Um, you can call, you can go on to the contact page on either of those websites and email me. You can uh, phone me at 778-622-1743. You can email me at Donna at soulfulsolutions.ca or Donna at DonnaFairhurst.com. Uh, you can phone, email, go on the website. There's a lot of ways to connect. I'm really excited to be launching in January a one-year online growth program called Zero to Clarity. So I've been teaching Zero to Clarity with my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients for nearly two years now. And because of COVID and with COVID and also with the desire that's been expressed to for more people, you can only take so many one-on-one -on -one clients, especially in this environment. So I'm launching a Facebook group. Hopefully by the first of the month, you're going to see that all up and about. And that group is going to be specifically on sharing life purpose choices and issues and finding your life purpose, defining your life purpose, and actually what purpose is. Because we all think there's some kind of big purpose out there. And there is, but we have a whole lot of little purposes or, you know, like the spoke in the wheel. There's the one big one, then there's all the spokes that are also purposes. And then there's the rim that's the container for it all. So I'm teaching the purpose plan, zero to clarity. The one-year group is going to be phenomenal. We're going to have a lot of opportunity to share on a weekly, monthly basis, all kinds of new teachings, new dimensions, consolidating old ones like the calm principle and infinite unity. And I'm just excited to be alive, excited to be stepping into more of my power and owning my space so that I can bring forth and teach what I think is pivot, pivotal points for purpose in this time and going forward. That's awesome. And I know, Donna, you're going to be participating in a well-being panel in November 24th, and you're going to be participating in our big virtual uh, uh, well-being experience, which is 
what we're going to be doing now for a little while instead of having the big shows at the Canada, we're going to be doing that online. So I'm looking forward to hearing all the awesome things you're going to do on those two um, things that will be showcasing you as well. Yeah, I am. I'm so excited for both. And uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to you. You helped me to step outside my comfort zone, Shauna. And I wrote that little piece for my mother for, for the newsletter. Oh, I loved it. And, Beautiful. Uh, a poem, which I hope to turn into an actual song. So any musicians out there that, that see that, I'd really love some feedback. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's a, as much as it's a stressful time and a time of uncertainty, um, it's also a time to choose to ramp up whatever you're doing, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to create at every level. It's possible. It's doable. It's attainable. You just have to choose to step in, step on the path and start the journey. So I'm excited. There's so much opportunity coming out of everything that's happening. You know, I, I can just feel my heart right now just expanding and, and pounding with the opportunity that we all have to connect and create cooperation in this high high level of learning and sharing that is so necessary. So thank you. Thank you, Donna. That was fantastic. Hold tight while I wrap up our recording things. And But thanks again, Donna. A great start to the day. You're, you're amazing. And again, hold tight. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to stop all this stuff here. Hi, Nicole. <laughs>